Nestorious Public Radio. I am your host, Nestor Rodriguez, aka Ne Ne Nestorious. That's motherfucking right. That's my main man, Money Grip. Simon B. Simon Kaufman, the man, the golden boy from the Emerald City's finest, the Emerald Sun, Simon B, the one. Big up, big up, Simon B. Drop your gun, man. Bozza. That's right. We just start the air horns right off the top. Just chilling the fuck out. We took the train down to uh, uh, beautiful, sexy, sunny, gorgeous, gritty, shitty downtown L.A. We're uh, broadcasting live from uh, Skid Row Studios, uh, beautiful uh, South Olive, downtown L.A. Call us if you're listening to 1-800-893-9562. 800-893-9562. So what's poppin', man? We were just hanging out up in North Hollywood and shit. Yeah, you know, for all you, uh, you know, goth-looking, high-anxiety, <laughs> princess Lord of the Rings-looking type women, big up to you, To big up to, the, to all you getting your eyebrows done, tattooed with anxiety pill women in Los Angeles. We love you from Nestorious Public Radio. That's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. So we were we were just chilling out at uh, uh, one of the lovely uh, eateries up there at the North Hollywood Common, also known as the corner of Lancashire and uh, Chandler, right yeah. across the street from the fucking sexy North Hollywood train station. Yeah, the no, yeah, the no ho bag uh, art center yeah, district. That, that's right, the no ho bag Art Center, and uh, the, you know there was a bevy of uh, like goth-looking, anorexic, extra heavy eyeliner chicks walking in and out. It's a trip up there. Yeah, extra cast members from Game of Thrones. <laughs> the chick from Willow was there. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a trip. Yeah, big up to all you goth-looking, skinny as hell, anxiety pill-popping women. Big up, you, you anorexic. Non-eating cheeseburger, drinking purified water, fucking bullshit, man. Big up, big up your Nalgene water drinking, tattoo wearing, sundress out in the middle of the road, girl, yeah. Big up your Sodom and Gomorrah looking, thin toothpick, ice water drinking, oxidation, facial looking hookers. Big up. See me personally, I like... I like the chicks that could eat two or three cheeseburgers, maybe slap back a steak, medium rare. Because you don't like them to leave the house. You're one of those you get nervous. <laughs> no, you I just... You want to bulk them up, keep them at home. No, nah, I like to eat. So it's just like, you know, if you want to hang with me, you can't be fucking talking this, I'm, you know, I, I, I'm allergic to gluten and yeah. all this like sensitive uh, bullshit that... So many allergies. Yeah. I haven't seen so many allergies since I moved to Los Angeles. Right, right. So many allergies to everything except bullshit. Right, yeah. no one's allergic to bullshit. Yeah, maybe you're allergic to earth. Some of you people, yeah, you should yeah. just yeah. blast off somewhere. Fucking all, all. I don't. I don't need this. I don't. I, I. I don't know how people survived back in the back in the I'd caveman like days. The salad dressing on the side. <laughs> no, 
It goes mm. on the salad. That's right. the fucking way it goes. Right. It goes on the fucking salad, okay? If it, if you want it on the side, stay home, okay? Yeah. Get the leaves, wash them, cut them, get your own dressing, and drizzle it yourself, okay? Buy a cookbook, cook for your fucking self. People go to the restaurants out here, and they're like, oh, I'll have a salmon salad. Instead of the salad, can you do fries? Instead of the salmon, can you bitch, <laughs> that's not a salmon salad. No, but, you know, in, in, in everyone's defense, um, um, sometimes you want to... You know, you want to vary a little bit from what's traditionally. Everyone's on the menu. a chef now with all these chef shows they have. So you watch Anthony Bourdain on cable. All of a sudden, you're like, you know what I'd like? I'd like if you could basically change it. I like. You know what? Anthony Bourdain. I think he's got a new show on CNN, and I saw one about a week ago where he visited Koreatown here in downtown uh, here in LA. Very interesting because. He got two Korean uh, American, first generation Korean American guys. One of them is the creator and the uh, entrepreneur and proprietor of the Kogi Korean uh, barbecue beef rib taco truck. Okay. Big the fuck up to the Kogi barbecue fucking Korean beef big taco. Big up, Korean barbecue big truck. Big up, big up, Fucking hipster uptown, waiting on the fucking uh, truck uh, line. Uptown. Seriously, if you've never had the Kogi Korean short barbecue short rib uh, taco, it's a must. Okay, Do people know about this, or you're the only no, one? No, 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 like no, 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 no. Like you watch the show. No, 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 people no, no. Know about the Kogi? No, no, no. This is a phenomenon. First of all, I got hip to it a couple of years back. When I first came to Los Angeles, first of all, for those for those out uh, those of those of you out there in you know Schmegma land, uh, in Los Angeles, there's a, a truck a food truck culture which since has you know spread out into the East Coast. You know, a couple of weeks ago, I was talking about like these characters on on Hollywood Boulevard, and then there was a character uh, in in Times Square that got that they got arrested for pushing a two year old. Wait, wait, are you saying the food truck started out here before they went to New York? I, I believe they so. started yeah, in New York. No, before no, they no, came no, out no, 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 yeah, like East Coast, East Coast West, Coast, West Coast beef Coast truck, truck fighting. Yeah, beef, Korean beef truck. This yeah. is serious shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the but, Koreans go up against the Greek Euro people. Uh, maybe, but 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 I I'm believe joking. I know you are. But my understanding is that the food truck culture started out here with the taco trucks. Okay. Okay. Mexican immigrants, you know, yeah. needing a, a, a something to do other than fucking grow your spinach, clean your fucking hotels, take care of your babies, and mow your lawn. Yeah. You know, would now pass you food out of a window. In, in an a truck. automotive vehicle. Right, right, sure. right, right. In an unlicensed, it, uninsured truck. It's the logical truck. step. You know, upwardly mobile, yes. Mexican, first generation, even uh, even illegal. Not even upwardly unquote. mobile, but physically mobile because you start the keys and, and you, you drive move. your truck away. That's right. when well, they, yeah. well, first of all, big up, big up, your Mexican taco truck moving. Big up, big up, big up we love you, brother. Big the, the fuck street. up. Yes, they started, in my opinion, 
from the very little knowledge of the t- the food truck uh, that yeah. I know, it is my understanding that the truck uh, food truck culture started out here. Anyway, where would you rate your knowledge on the scale of knowledge of food truck? Food would you truck? give yourself a four? Like, I would give who's myself- the food truck champion I, out there. I don't Who know. knows his history? It was seventy two. <laughs> they started. I would give myself a six, but back you to give the Kogi. A six. Back to the Kogi. So you're in the higher percentage. I'm in. I'm in the. You know about Kogi. I know. Well, but hold on, hold on. Right. Everybody knows about Kogi. Trust me. I don't fucking know about. Well, Kogi. now you know. Now you know. And knowing is half the now battle. Now you know, Nick. You know about Kogi, right? Nick knows Kogi. Everybody I just moved here, dude. Dude, when you get a chance, KogiBarbecue.com, I believe, is the website. Anyway, I can't they, wait. They I, started with one truck. You, you have you ever had Korean food? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Korean short rib. You, you know, a lot of yeah. Korean restaurants they have like the the uh, grill on the table, and and you get your own meat, and they grill it. You can yeah. grill it yourself. Blah yeah. blah. Anyway, the Korean short rib burrito. It's like a fucking Mexican burrito, but instead of uh, rice, it's got eggs. It's got little spicy uh, kimchi with the uh, Korean short rib barbecue uh, uh, rib, and it's just it's just it's a must. Okay. If you don't know about it. Go online, check it out. Anyway, this dude started with one truck. He's got about four trucks. He's got a couple of stores here and there. Anyway, since then, there's all sorts of fucking food the trucks. The Empire. What What's is it the, called? Coogee? Kogi. Kogi. K-O-G-I. Kogi. K-O-G-I. Yeah, anyway. K-O-G-I. That's Kogi. not the point. The Anthony Bourdain uh, 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 show was very interesting because they they talked about the one dude talked about during the uh, the riots, the Rodney King verdict riots, they were talking about how the police, right, LAPD, did not come south of, like, let's say, fucking uh, Melrose or some shit. So Koreatown was completely on their own. Koreatown is kind of like in between, you know, the rest of the world, Hollywood, Beverly Hills, and then South Central is just south of that. Okay. Yeah. So there were riots and all sorts of shit. The show started like this. No one helped the Koreans. No, no, no. Nobody no, cared. No one helped anybody below fucking nah. Hollywood and Melrose. So what happened Goodbye. was these cats were fucking pumping shotguns on top of their, their small shopping centers. Yeah, they've you know, been through this drill before. Yeah, they where, were, they were yeah. holding their own. Where were you in 62? They were like, yo, fuck that. Yeah. You ain't stealing. The Korean allegiance. You ain't stealing my fucking fuck Korean no. barbecue. Fuck no. They you know built what I mean? Let's Protect the perimeter. Yep, that's exactly what they Let's did. Get the shotguns. Anyway, this dude, he was talking about how how he wanted to, you know, his family from a traditional Korean background wanted him to become a lawyer, blah, blah, blah. But he's he's a foodie. Anyway, food truck. Big up, big up, big up food truck. Big up food truck. You're selling. Oh, oh you know what I want to do? I want to start my own truck, but not okay. a food truck. It's, 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 I wrote it down on your paper. What, 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 what did I call it? Oh, the, <laughs> you want the saggy pants van. <laughs> this guy wants to do his own truck. I want to have my own truck. The saggy pants van. It's a truck kind of like the Kogi barbecue yeah. beef uh, taco not like truck. The, not like the molester van that would park outside of your middle school <laughs> nah, in the inner city around, environments. We drive around. I drive. Everyone in the car will be high like a motherfucker, like everyone, or everyone else is here. And we'd spot these fucking retarded kids with their pants fucking tightened below their ass crack, their baggy pants, and we'd fucking roll up on them. One of us will pull out and pull their pants down all the way down to their fucking ankle. And then we jump back in the 
and, 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 in the van, and, speed in the van off. and we speed off and we'd yell, pull up your pants, you stupid fuck. Anyway, that's my pull up I, your pants. I, I think you might run into a couple legal issues by pulling men's pants down in broad daylight on city streets. But well, we should just do it like I, a flash mob. It could be done. You just do it. It could be done. And if any of our listeners out there, give them the number. If they have a van and they'd like to loan it at least once a week, we can start out with once a week. You know, you don't what even I mean? have to loan it. You can drive. No, I'm saying you could loan the car so that way we don't have to, you know, um, buy one specifically for that, just in case it doesn't really, uh, it doesn't really work out. So if you want to loan us a van, give us a call one eight hundred eight nine three nine five six two. One eight hundred eight nine three nine five six two. Anyway, let's start the show. That was just kind of like the warmer, the teaser of our show. Um, you know, um, that's right. They're discussing Korean burrito trucks. Cinco de Mayo, the history and the origins. White men with guns. Fucking teachers cheating to get their high schools high on the educational map. And everything in between on Nestorious Public Radio. That's right. That's right. That's what we're talking about. So, starting right off the top. Support for NPR comes from Kogi, the Korean barbecue truck where Koreans hand you food out of a window. That's right. That's fucking right. That's what we're talking about. This is Michael Chiklis, and you're listening to Nestorious Public Radio. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna get all my plugs out right off the fucking top. Yo, give them your plugs, yo. Hey yo, hey yo, hey yo, hey yo, bust it. Yo, plug hey, yo, that, yo. Bust it. I'll be sucking seeds out the pumpkin puss. Don't stop, rock, cause you don't know you wuss. <laughs> Rolling all the herbs, you say, and you're coming back down with the hairy bong say. Yo, Korean burritos, me and Nestorius with lots of hoes hanging out with pillows, hanging out by the pool. I get a little sunburn because I'm white since grade school. You know. You know. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. All right. All right. Uh, back to our topic. Back to the show. This was support. Uh, this was brought to you by uh, attention deficit disorder. Yeah. That <laughs> was an, AD, that was an ADD moment. All right. So, no, seriously, I, I wanted to. It's um. It's a. Uh, um, the beginning of May here in Los Angeles. I don't know uh, what uh, what the date and uh, uh, month you guys are in everywhere else uh, in, in in the United States or anywhere else outside of the U.S. But it's about the beginning of May here where we're at. And uh, as most of you may or may not know, uh, one of the biggest uh, holidays that uh, Latinos of Mexican descent celebrate in America is Cinco de Mayo or May fifth. And a lot of people think it's, uh, you know, Cinco de Mayo is like a, a beer holiday, you know, a Corona sponsored event, uh, stuff like that. But uh, we're going to enlighten you guys on the uh, origins of the Cinco de Mayo. First of all, uh, Cinco de Mayo refers to uh, a date uh, of a victory of a, of a battle in a little town in Mexico called Puebla. Puebla. Very interesting town. I've been there myself. Um, they're known for two things. They have uh, the highest fucking concentration of Catholic churches within one mile. Okay? There's, there's literally a route. 
with about 100 churches. Everyone's fucking poor, but you, all the churches have like 24 karat gold, like Chris Christ figures. It's just it's bizarre. You, you ever been to Mexico? No. Okay. Well, it's fucking bizarre. The second thing that uh, uh, a Puebla is fairly uh, known for is mole, which is a chocolate spicy type of concoction that uh, is usually... Uh, Put on chicken. So you can get mole poblano, which is mole of Puebla. And there's various recipes that are handed down from generation to generaciones. Uh, and, you know, there's a million of them. Anyway, so the, the history of Cinco de Mayo is, is as follows. In 1861, the liberal Mexican Benito Juarez became president of a country in financial ruin, and he was forced to default on his debts to European governments. In response, France, Britain, and Spain sent naval forces to Veracruz to demand reimbursement. Orale, wait, I ain't got no money, eh? Well, I don't think that's right, Mike. Wow. Britain and Spain negotiated with Mexico and withdrew. They basically said, all right, all right, no problem, mate. No, está bien, no me gusta, pero nos vamos. Anyway, like, I ain't got the money, like, right now, yeah. but, like, I can, like, get it. But, like, but, like you I know, don't, like, got it, like, right now. Yeah, if you wait, like, 500 years, we'll have marijuana stores all over L.A., and we'll give you the money. Okay, like, me, me and my cousin, we got a plan. <laughs> anyway, back to the serious shit. So uh, Britain and Spain negotiated with Mexico and with Jew. They basically said, don't worry about it, man. Let us fuck some of your Mayan chicks and it's, it's all good. But France, <laughs> right? Yeah. France. Now, this, this shouldn't be news. This shouldn't be surprising. But France, ruled by Napoleon III, mm. decided to use the opportunity. You don't give a fuck. Napoleon yeah. don't give a fuck. He don't you don't want to pay back Napoleon? Who the fuck are you? I don't, break I, your don't fingers. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. You, yeah. you, you, you don't have our money. You don't have our money. We'll cut your fucking huevos. Yeah. Anyway, so. You're not going to pay back a Napoleon? The third. The third. The fucking third, okay? He I'm decided still. to use the opportunity to carve a dependent empire out of Mexican territory. <laughs> a dependent empire would what? be carved. Anyway. When Napoleon the third. Aim to carve an empire. Late in 1861, a well-armed French fleet stormed Veracruz, landing a large French force and driving President Juarez and his government into retreat. This is beautiful. Fuck Stay yeah, with here me. Here comes the large French force. Yo, 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 yo. Yo, we got a large French yo, force this landing is beautiful. on the shores. Just, just stay with me, guys, because this is... This, 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 We're this, here. There's caramelized fucking onions at the end of the shit here. Just stay with me. <laughs> Certain that the success would come swiftly, 6,000 French troops under General Charles, Charles Latour, de la Ronce set out to attack Puebla de Los Angeles. That's the, that was the name of Puebla back then, a small town in east central Mexico. From his new headquarters in the north, Juarez rounded up a ragtag force of 2,000 loyal men. Now that's 2,000 to Napoleon's 6,000, okay? Many <clears throat> of them. Either in East Central. They always put them in East Central of the check city. Check it, check it, check it. Many of them either indigenous Mexicans or of mixed ancestry. Remember, we didn't have uh, jets to bring in the forces. They had to be local or... Yeah. Yeah. They made the rounds. Right. So anyway, he got 2,000 of his loyal men of mixed indigenous Mexicans, yeah. mixed ancestry, and sent them to Puebla, led by Texas-born General Ignacio Zaragoza. The vastly outnumbered and poorly supplied 
Mexican Mexicans fortified the town and prepared for the French assault. Now, here's what happened. On May, what happened was... What happened was... Yo, they May- got it coming from all directions. Yo, yo, what happened was, on May 5th, 1862, Lorenz, Lorenz says drew his army, that's the French dude, well-provisioned and supported by heavy artillery and a lot of crepes imported from France on a daily basis before the city of Puebla and led an assault from the north. The battle lasted from daybreak to early evening. And when the French finally retreated... They had lost nearly 500 soldiers. Fewer than 100 Mexicans had begun, uh, had been killed in the clash. Now, let's do the math here. 500 of 6,000 French guys died. Do I smell pussy in the air? Do what I smell? Fucking, they killed 500 only of 6,000 and they retreated. Yeah. Right? Sure. The Mexicans had 2,000. Yeah, you're, that's six thousand. You're still. It's like risk. You're still gonna. You got to keep rolling because even Let's if you're getting decimated, yeah, do they the math. have fifty five hundred French maricones. Okay, mamanyemas. Okay, fifty five hundred French fruit of the loom motherfuckers. Yeah. All right, and they retreat. We will not. Do, we will defend the Puebla. Oh, okay, I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna run away when we came in, and so you kicked our ass. Okay. Anyway, Cinco yeah. de Mayo. Anyway, look. Within, so wait a minute, you're trying to tell me this big battle was like they killed 500 and they ran? That's and this what, is the battle? In Mexico, they're like, we won! This is we what are, I'm fucking are, telling you. This is, that's my point. But here's what you don't realize. Why the French ran. The 100 Mexicans that were killed, that was only like one family. <laughs> no, well, that was three. Well, they were all related. Yeah, they in were all sense. related. They but all they shared for, a two-bedroom. They weren't bedroom. the same family. They yeah, all yeah. shared a two-bedroom. Yeah, they all shared a two-bedroom. But no, I'm, I'm, I mean, that's that's what I'm trying to tell you. So the French had 6,000. The Mexicans had 2,000. The Mexicans are amazing. You kill Aren't 500 they? Frenchmen, you have a party. No, I'm saying. Bring are, out the barbecues. You, you can't fuck with the Mexicans. the stereos. Yo, yo. The mariachi. Man, dude, they don't give a fuck, dude. Yo. You can't. Let me tell you something. You cannot fuck with the Mexicans. <laughs> Your pussy clad French fucking motherfucker. Bomba clad. You pussy clad, bomba clad, puss clad, don't stop, man. Bomba clad. Get the the Mexicans. Let me tell you something about the Mexican culture. I'm going to put my tablet away. I'm going to just go right off the fucking oh, yeah. cuff. Take okay, it, son. Take Yo, it. I'm going to take this shit right off the cuff. What it takes. Fucking 8,000 white motherfuckers to build an auditorium will take five Mexicans and two six-packs of Corona. The yeah. motherfuckers will build shit. They don't yeah. even need bricks. Yeah, they just wh- need some mud. They'll build the fucking bricks straight from mud. Plap, 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 plap. Shit'll be done in no time. Yeah, five Mow Mexicans. your lawn. Take care of your kids. Fucking do your laundry. Fucking vacuum the hotel. And then ask you if you want fucking spicy sauce with your Kogi beef taco, bitch. Big up. All right, let me tell you what I have to say about the Mexicans. I just moved here to L.A. from the north. And when you're living in the north, the north everywhere. I was living in New York and I was New living York in is Seattle. The east. So you came from the north, meaning Washington. Okay, it's north. It's the north of the United States. Got it. Kick it. We're in the south. I was in the north. Okay? And in the north, you always hear white people were like talking about like, oh, the Mexican problem, the Mexican problem. Well, now I'm living here. Right. The Mexican in an area problem. where I feel like I'm like one of the only, I'm probably one of the only white guys on my block. I'm living like all right. these Mexicans. Right. And I'm looking around and I'm like, what's the problem? Right. No, listen. No, no, no. 
Across the street from my house is Pop's Chicken. I eat it every day. <laughs> no, 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 listen. Listen. Big up Pop's Chicken. Man, you feed me every day with your lemon sauce. Big up Pop's Chicken. Dude, for $8, I have two meals. I get the chicken every day. They mm-hmm. cook it on a big steel drum. Right. It's not fried. It's no barbecue sauce. It's just lemon. It's sauteed lemon with spices. Chicken, no barbecue. No filler, Dude, no bullshit. When I get it home and open it out of the package, it's still steaming, steaming. hot off the grill. You know, like, and Mexicans the, are doing the that. The dad's working the grill. The son's, you know, busting the tables. The daughters are doing Asking the cash. Asking if you need more the water. The mom and the aunt and the uncle right. in the back. It's as if a right. Mexican family invited you into, into the their food fucking truck. hacienda. Into yes. the food truck. No, I know. Right? The Mexican problem. I yeah. love... No, I no, love, no. I'm not done. No, go ahead. Please. Hey, roll it. Right next to that... Right. I get fresh squeezed juices, anything. Carrots, oranges, beets. Hugo! Hugo, big up, big up, big up. Hugo! Hugo, Hugo! Hugo, I go. I go across the street all the time. I get fresh juice for 3 or $4. The women... All have amazing asses. What is the Mexican problem? And how problem? about the attitude? They have What's amazing the Mex- attitude. They have right? amazing attitude. Amazing, amazing attitude. Amazing bodies. Amazing Can work. Tell ethic. me what the Mexican problem is. And everyone in my apartment is families with little cute kids running around right. with little right. you know cute faces. The best work ethic on the fucking planet. Okay, seriously, half of the fucking people in America wouldn't do half the shit the Mexicans do. Okay, and they do it with a smile. The fact of the matter is, okay. I feel like this from my observations, and this isn't from any statistics, this is from my observations. I feel like the next generation who are native English born, if they want to apply themselves, can go really far in this country, really far. When they start to learn, you know, what it takes to, you know, run businesses and get all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like the second generation, I really think that there's huge growth potential for in this country, you know, for the for the kids of the immigrants as well. Space. Space. The final frontier. Mexicans are migrating into the medulla oblongata. These are the voyages of the starship Enterprise. And tortillas. It's five-year mission to explore strange new worlds. And they're not going anywhere. And new civilizations. They're growing. To boldly go where no man has gone before. That's right. That's what I'm talking about. So with that, I have an amazing article that I'd like to share. And this is, uh, I don't know if you guys know, um, Senator Diane uh, Feinstein. Okay. Diane Feinstein. Diane Feinstein. Yeah. Diane Feinstein uh, has a uh, proposal to legalize up to 1.1 million undocumented, uh, undocumented farm workers, which is a big fucking deal. Now, this article is interesting because the way it's laid out, it's almost as if they want to legalize uh, undocumented workers or make uh, illegal aliens or, or workers, whom a, a lot of them are migrant farm workers, uh, but it's under the guise of let's let's not let our farmers down. They need workforce, and let's face it: the only people who will do this work are illegal 
aliens or undocumented workers. So this is an interesting article because um, Feinstein, if you uh, don't know, she's a California Democrat, right? She wrote the, the farm worker provision in the 844-page bill along with Senator Michael Bennett, Democrat of Colorado, and Republican Senators Orrin Hatch of Utah and Marco Rubio of Florida. Bennett and Rubio are members of the Gang of Eight, which is uh, four Democrats and four GOP senators. Which and they all, they all dike out and tag team each other. They it's tag awesome. team each other. They- it's the, eight, the Gang of Eight. The gangbang of eight. There you go. There with you your go. tax dollars. But, I mean, it's awesome that, that, that you know, four re- Republicans, four Democrats come together. It's not awesome. It's what they're supposed to be doing. We shouldn't no. pretend, oh, uh, that's amazing. They actually talk to each other, these cock sluts. No, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Bunch of fucking cock sluts. We're not talking to them. Well, that's what the fuck you're supposed to that's do. That's what you. we're paying you for. You're supposed you to talk to them. You cocksuckers. That's what our tax dollars are supposed yeah. to go you're to. You're like an angry-ass couple in both either. I'm not coming out of my room. I'm you not coming out of my whores. room. You Republicans and Democrats. Go, go, go get gangbang. You're supposed to be talking to each other about the same issues, you stupid fucks. You know, but but the fact you had to say that, oh, isn't that amazing that the Republicans and Democrats talk to each other? No, that's not amazing. That's what the fuck you're supposed to do, you fucking piece of shit. That black guy can read. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Yeah, I got you. All right. I hear you. Anyway, Feinstein said the farmer, we just had a fucking serious bipolar moment. We got to take it out, dude. Notorious. It's up to us. My fucking Polar. Who else is breaking down the issues? Yeah, who's breaking break down, down the issues? issues? Anyway, Feinstein said the farm worker language aims to help U.S. farmers who are struggling under a persistent worker shortage and to create a professional class of skilled agricultural laborers, right? The U.S. agriculture is close to a national crisis with respect to retaining this country's agricultural prowess, Feinstein said. Farms cannot farm because they do not have a consistent supply of workers. Under her provision, undocumented workers who work at least 100 days or 575 hours over two years would be giving would be given an agricultural or quote blue unquote card a blue card instead of a green card okay blue card holders must work for at least 500 days over five years or 450 days over three years to get permanent residency or green cards Right? This is almost like collecting food stamps. You, you, you're a little young, but they used to have this SNH green, uh, SNL green stamps. I think it's SNH. Yeah, SNH green stamps. We used to go to the supermarket and uh, buy groceries. Kind of like Ralph's gives you reward points to uh-huh. get 10 cents off your gas. But you used to collect these stamps. And if you collected enough of them, it would qualify you to buy a set of silverware for like $12. It was this program that... Uh, Anyway, it sounds like that. Yeah. Was, it, it sounds like that. <laughs> no, it's like you, you, you saved your UPC codes and then you got a free GI Joe. Right, right, right. right. Anyway, before, before becoming permanent residents, applicants must pay fines of 400 per person. I love the way it said fines. Why does it have to be such a negative connotation? Yeah, why can't you just say you're paying for the catering at our next party? Oh, why you're, can't, gonna, you're paying 400 bucks and we're going to blow it on Oh, Why on can't roulette. you just say, we're, you, you know, you got to pay a $400 due, a dues payment, right? Anyway, they got to pay fines. Why is her name Feinstein? Well, that's another story. <laughs> She's a Democrat. She's actually trying to get this passed. But think about it. Fine, 
Feinstein. Fine. Right. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, $400 per person. Prove they've paid all taxes, right? Look at the order. Look at the order. Let me do it again. Before becoming permanent residents, applicants must pay fines of $400 per person, A. B, prove they've paid all their taxes. And C, shouldn't have committed serious crimes. According to a summary of the overall bill, you shouldn't. Shouldn't, it be, shouldn't yeah. it be fucking? You shouldn't be. You shouldn't be a convicted fucking felon first. I mean, we got the priorities wrong. They want to collect the taxes first. First, you get the money, then you get the taxes. Oh, you have a crime. You need to go home right. now. First, you get the money. Then when you get the money, then, then when you get the rapist, women, we'll talk. Anyway, okay. But here's the thing. But you know, this brings up a really interesting point. Yes, when sir. you say the word taxes. Yes, sir. By legalizing these people, they're actually able to collect the taxes. They're actually able to pay more fucking taxes into our democratic fucking capitalistic system. Why are we taking more taxes? Because, because, because our country, our country is filled of a lot of fucking right wing fucking fearful motherfuckers that want to call these people that are working class fucking people. Aliens, illegal aliens that, oh, they're going to come in and take our jobs and they're going to do this and they're going to do that. What the fuck are they going to do? Well, I'll tell you, if you want the answer, what they're oh, afraid okay. of, I'll Wait. tell you what they're afraid of. It comes down to voting. They're afraid of using go. the majority of the no, vote. There you go. There you go. There you go. Here we 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 go. Grandmaster J, Jam Master T, Jam to the rhythm so viciously. Licking on my web, I'll say that when the don't stop, said ya. Because I'm the cane in the flesh. Of course I'm fresh. Fucking, fucking fresh. Anyway, there's a there's something in here that says, but anyway. They would be able to get a green card and they would be able to pay taxes, but you're absolutely right. They would not be allowed to vote. Oh, they wouldn't be allowed no, to vote. No, 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 no. They white would people, not. White people do not want Mexicans voting. No, they they're don't. They're just scared. No. They're just, they're afraid they're going to, like, today we elect Hector Dominguez Rodriguez Parnendez. And this guy just shows up. He looks like the guy from the Dos Equis commercial. <laughs> and they're like, fuck. He's just having barbecues. He's like, and music at the White House. No. They're just scared. You know. There's an explosion in the back of my yard. Three white beaches coming <laughs> to my house later on. I am going to blow them. I don't give a fuck yeah. because I am drinking. Dos Equis. Yeah, but imagine that guy's like a, like he's Mexican. He's the president. He's like, okay, I'm going to go to talk to China. Just give me five minutes. No, well, well, the thing is that here's the deal. There, There's a, actually a migrant worker, uh, um, uh, a visa. It's called an H-2A migrant worker visa, which allows... Uh, migrant workers to stay in the U.S. for up to six years. But H two A. It sounds like a sexually transmitted like disease. He's like got like H two A. Like, oh fuck! Yeah, he better like, wear. He, sounds he, like he got it from the urinal. Exactly. It sounds like fucking <laughs> lip lip pimples are going to start H two A virus. Minute. Uh, in the news tonight, we have an outbreak of the H two A virus. <laughs> ah! Anyway, look. The point is that you're absolutely right. If Mexican Americans were—I mean, not Mexican. If Mexican immigrants came to this country, illegal illegal aliens were allowed to vote. White people would be in deep shit. They, they already make up what twenty five percent of the population. Dude, they throw every white person out of this country and be like, "We're, t we're taking our land back." We'd be like, "Yeah, we're having a siesta." They're already having a siesta. These fucking Republic, these Democrats, yeah. Republicans. How many breaks do you need? How many vacations do you need? How many like how many you know Filipino prostitutes do you gonna buy? Get back in there and. Legislate. Mm -hmm. Do something. And whether you're Republican or Democrat, 
for Christ's sake, talk to each other. Yeah. Work things yeah. out. Fucking hug. Sit on each other's lap. Tongue each other. Do you, fucking something, you, you dude. Tongue each other's own anuses, you fucking douchebags. Yeah. Just fucking do something with yourself. But you know, talking about I'm Dennis Quaid, and you're listening to Nestorious Public Radio. I'm Dennis Quaid. I'm Dennis Quaid. Just a quick plug: if you're listening live, listen to uh, watch Vegas. Watch Vegas on CBS tomorrow night, Friday. Watch Vegas with Dennis Quaid and Michael Chiklis tomorrow night, uh, May third, from nine to ten p.m. is probably going to be one of the fucking most amazing episodes of Vegas. I know the, I personally know the director, uh, Mrs. Rosemary Rodriguez. She's the director of that episode. I am telling you that she's going to be off the fucking hook. All right. So check it out. Vegas, Dennis Quaid, Michael Chiklis, CBS, 9 to 10 p.m. OK, back to some more news. This is fucking out there. The Senate. OK, continuing with the uh, with the theme of senators. OK, the title reads Senate supports update. To rape law. Now check this shit out. You check out this uh, uh, ass backwards fucking state we're living in here. This is from Sacramento, California lawmakers advanced the bill Monday to close a legal loophole that allowed a rape conviction to be overturned because the woman was not married. Peep this: Julio Morales was initially convicted of impersonating the boyfriend of the woman. So he could have sex with her while she was sleeping. Now, California's second district court of appeal overturned the conviction in January. The court cited a state law dating to the 1870s. 1870s. 18 fucking 70s. Check this. Okay. The law said that perpetrators in such cases would be guilty only if the woman is married and the assailant is pretending to be the spouse. In this case, the woman wasn't married. And prosecutors said Morales pretended to be her boyfriend. So since she wasn't married and he pretended to be her boyfriend. He climbs in bed with her while yeah, she's sleeping, yeah, yeah. pretends to be her boyfriend. Yeah. yeah well, you let me, know. Let me, defense attorney said Morales believed the sex was consensual. He believed. This is, what, this is what it says. This is the defense attorneys. Morales believed the sex was consensual because the woman initially responded to his overtures. You stupid motherfucker. She was asleep. You cocksucker. I'd love to take this fucking defense attorney, bend him over, and slide three bottles of that fucking oxidized water up his ass. No, what you do is first you put him to sleep. Put him, no, and I do it. And then you wake him up no, while I, he's sleeping. No, I do it so, live. I fucking do it live. No, I pull you, his you, head down. I'm saying you got to do it. You got to wake him up. So he, half, he starts off, he thinks you're his... His boyfriend, boyfriend, yeah. And halfway through, he realizes yeah. you're How not. How could you be a fucking defense attorney and with a straight face say that Morales believed the sex was consensual because the woman initially responded to his overtures and didn't know he was an imposter until she saw him in the light? The motherfucker breaks into her house. You don't know that. He Does fucking... He, how do you know he broke in? How do you know he, he they weren't at a party and everyone went to bed and he climbed in? I don't know. You're right. I don't know that. I don't know that. You're right, but, but the eight, but it's the it's the law. That's the thing. It's the 1870s law. Well, well, it's the law. Okay, so state, keep going. State Senator Noreen Evans, Democrat of Santa Rosa, said her SB 59 would fix the outdated statute. It would exchange the word spouse for sexually intimate partner in state law. I'm sorry, seriously, I'm fucking sorry. 
Look, let, let me clarify something for you stupid motherfuckers out there. All you stupid motherfuckers me, out let there. Let me just clarify something. This law is fucking archaic. Not because of the words that it is written in, but simply because if a woman, I don't give a fuck if she's married, if she's black, if she's white, if she's got 18 fucking piercings on her nipples, I don't give a fuck what she is, okay? If she says no, or if she does not say strictly that you can have sex with her, it is fucking rape. It means no. It's end no of fucking means story. No. End of story. See, Morales should have been taken to fucking San Quentin Penitentiary and put in the fucking sexual deviant fucking cell block and had people fuck him in the bunghole and then... Have- Put him to sleep first. <laughs> okay? First you make him feel comfortable. You give him a down pillow. comforter. Give him a he pillow. He thinks he gets a nice sleep. Then you wake him up and fuck him. Give him a pillow. Fluff it up. Let then him you go to fluff sleep. his anus up. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, please, please. Yeah. Don't hold back. You give Fluff him-, him up. Give him some chamomile tea so he sleeps nice. Yeah, and when he realizes you're not his boyfriend. Then... Foop. Give it to him a Foop. few times. There it Foop. is. Give it to him a couple of times. Anyway, on a lighter note, but not so lighter note, this is straight up. This article heads, the heading is rewarding educators who cheat. Now, this is not necessarily news, new news. This is something that's been going on in the United States of America for a, quite a few years, okay? Which is basically... Uh, Schools, not elementary, but middle and high schools are given bonuses by the state, which are federally funded bonuses for uh, for them to yield higher test scores. So basically saying our schools are yielding smarter students. Yes. So therefore, we're doing a better job as teachers. So what the teachers are doing, they're basically lying Fudging the answer, uh, the 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 test results, so that their class ranks high, and then they yeah. qualify for these bonuses. They're fudging the test results, you know. Yeah, yeah. So basically, it's be rackets. wary of academic miracles," said Saul Stern. In school systems throughout the country, high stakes testing has resulted in an epidemic of cheating, not by students, but by teachers and administrators. The latest scandal involves the Atlanta school system, where 35 public school teachers and administrators were indicted last week on charges of tampering with student papers, racketeering, and theft. The indictment claims that former district superintendent Beverly Hall put unrelenting pressure on schools to drive up test scores by any possible means, and that she got... $580,000 in performance bonuses as a result. Fucking love her. I want my bonus. Dude. I'm going to the beach. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to hang out. I'm going to the cabin for the summer. Yeah. Give me that fucking bonus. Give me some Coca-Cola, some My wife pop. needs Botox. She's killing me. She get won't me some, shut up about this Botox. Sody pop. Change the little social studies tests on these little fuck sticks. They're not going to do shit anyways. Yeah, but that's not all money for her. That's money that she distributes to her school oh, district. Oh, it's not money for her? Yeah, no, no, no. Oh, I thought she, I think she gets the bonus. No, 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 no. No? She, no, she's the district superintendent. Ah, she gets the bonus and gives it. No, yeah. she gives it to her. Anyway. I want the bonus. More than a bonus. dozen other big city school systems, including in Washington, D.C., New York, Chicago, and 
How, uh, Houston, Texas, have seen sim- similar allegations after test scores suddenly showed astonishing improvement. The unindicted co-conspirators of these scandals are former President George W. Bush. The man who helped introduce steroids into baseball. Yep, and uh, who made retardation or uh, uneducated uh, as a rite of passage law of the land. Yep. And President Obama, who's no child left behind and raced to the top programs. So they basically kind yeah, of co George Bush started No Child Left with a big behind. <laughs> wow, that shit is crazy. Anyway, uh, um, on, on a even... Um, well, you know what's so funny, though? Yeah. You know, like, there's the movies where, like, the mob goes to the boxer to, like, get him to, like, tank the fight? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what if, like, the mafia goes up to fourth graders <laughs> to get him to, like, yo, you need to tank your test scores. We're over there in the yeah. other district. We want to win. <laughs> These poor fucking kids. Oh, this is what happens, America? No, no, no. This is what happens when you don't give a fuck about education. And on that note, I want to say something about education. People have it wrong. You go to school to get accredited. Education sits around a dinner table. Education doesn't come in school. You learn skills to get yourself accredited so you can go out and potentially earn a living, join the workforce. You're not getting educated in school. Right. It, it can it can be a small foundation. But unless you have a book by your bed at home, you're not educating yourself. I don't care what fucking dick shit school you went to. You went to Yale, well, Yale on my fucking balls. Right. And there's no excuse. There's no excuse because right now, if you go to YouTube, for instance, you can learn every fucking thing. Yeah. Anything. How to clean your fucking ass, how to floss your teeth, how to fucking change the bulb, how to fucking, you know, print from your printer. You, You learn anything, anything useful. How to vote. Yeah. How to fucking. Anyway. Two Virginia middle school students are facing felony charges for allegedly spiking their teacher's tea with alcohol-laden hand sanitizer. Jane Miller, 66, said she didn't notice the germ X that the 13-year-olds surreptitiously added to her drink, despite its 60% alcohol content. <laughs> when you're walking and teaching, you're thirsty, she you said. You get really thirsty when you're teaching to the students. I just gulp. I just gulp. The boy's motive is still unclear. It's hard to get into an adolescent's mind, said Miller. You know, it's really hard to even know what the UC is up to. <laughs> the the, the <laughs> class I teach was math review and a lot of them aren't too keen on math. You know, they're not doing the testing right, you know. <laughs> Fuck. Wait, why is this even a new story? Okay, Germex, we did that shit all the time. We used to put a tack on the teacher's once someone put a tack on the teacher's chair, that's what I thought was a little too far. See, I didn't but we know. used to spike stuff on the teacher. What, what do you do? It's called school. It's called Youth of America. Yeah, you always do shit like that. I didn't know that 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 that, uh, that Germex, that hand fucking sanitizer shit would, was yeah. 60% alcohol. Yeah. yeah, everyone's breaking it. Drug, alcoholics no, you, all over America you, after listening to this show are now breaking their program no, by do, going to grab Germex. Do, do, you, do you know how much a bottle of that Germex cost at Walgreens? How much? You can get it for a dollar ninety nine, and 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 a medium sized bottle. So listen up, alcoholics. If you don't have enough money to get guilt, uh, uh, like low bottom booze, uh, like shit, fucking vodka or gin from the liquor store. If if you're tired of being seen at the liquor store a hundred times in one day, and and you have a lot of shame attached to it, um, 
I just want to let you know that those germ uh, hand sanitizers, 60 proof. Yeah. Okay. Because how much NyQuil can you drink? You know, exactly. you get sick of it. You get sick of it. Exactly. It doesn't go well with tuna and it fish. Tastes, and it tastes minty. It tastes it tastes, it's too minty. You can't even. <laughs> and not only that, the young kids, the young alcoholics, right? I'll tell you what it is. <laughs> the young kids. The young think kids. About it, think about it. Think about it. It's the young they're kids. They're doing jello shots now. Yeah. You don't need a refrigerator. You fucking squirt some of this gelatinous uh. fucking. Hands. Had only your sanitizer? dad not squirted into your mom, we would yeah. have had a better country. Yeah. These fucking yeah. kids. Yep, it's 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 you know. Big up, big up, Gen X alcoholic gelatin fucking drink. Big up, big up. Support for NPR comes from the makers of Germex and sanitizing dipshits all over America. <laughs> Oh fucking my. hand sanitizer. Oh Do you want to hear something? Let, let me tell you something right now. My great, my grandfather, not even my great grandfather. My grandfather sat in a trench in the Pacific fighting the Japanese for freedom of the United States during World War II. Now his offspring and the people out here are fucking hand sanitizer because you touched a shopping cart. You fucking piece of shit. Yeah. What happened? You used to sit yeah. in a trench in your own mucus, yeah. puke, bile, and fucking urine, yeah. and you did it with a smile. Yeah. Now these kids, oh, it's really a lot of germs. Oh, it's got too much gluten in it. I You're just I, allergic to Earth. You should end your life and try to start over in reincarnation on another I, planet. I agree. I agree. You're too. You're allergic to fucking yeah. intelligence is what you're allergic to. That's what you're fucking <laughs> allergic to, you yeah. stupid motherfuckers. Yeah. All right. We're getting close to uh, the tail end of our show. And, I, you know, uh, I just want to get to um, this other article, The Massacres with... Yeah, yeah. You want to do that? You want to do that? Go ahead. You want to kick it? You start it. I said we save that to next week because that's nah, a good one. Nah, nah. You we want do it now? It, oh, yeah, we do it right now. Doing well, it now. No, actually, you know what? Let's let's save that for next week. Uh, yeah, we'll do it right now. Massacres, guns, and white men. This is not, you know, this is something that's going to happen. You know, white guys are upset because they're white. You know what I mean? And that they can afford to buy bullets and shit. They're pissed off. You know what I mean? That White guys, here, the article says, uh, 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 why are most mass shootings perpetrated by white males? Well, time out. This is what, okay, time out. My first argument of why most mass shootings perpetrated by white males yeah. is white males are the predominant number of people in the U.S. Okay. Uh, there's not mostly then, white uh, men in Kandahar running around no, shooting people. No, but aren't people. there more white women in and, and aren't there more there white women? There you go women? about white women again. No. All every time you go off about no, white, say, women. white women. Look guy. at the article. Listen to the article. In the debate over why America suffers so many killing sprees, race and gender are the elephant in the room. At Newtown, Aurora, Tucson, Columbine, month after month, year after year, it is seething white men and teenagers who use guns to massacre scores of strangers. Okay? The gun lobby blames flaws in the mental health system. But women and girls with mental health issues are not picking up semi-automatic weapons and shooting school children. Okay, but that's because they're women. It's something men that's would sexist. do. sexist. Okay, but I'm just saying, men are more into guns. It's like saying, like, you know, a lot of men out there aren't, you know, decorating in, uh, their homes. Because women like to decorate homes. You know what I'm saying? Nah, it's not, nah, nah, men, nah, women nah. don't shoot guns off like that. Nah, I don't know. I don't know. We're, we're going we're gonna to get back to this. I mean, we, we don't have to listen. We don't have to end this here. But white men are not used to being singled out, okay, as a cause of social pathology. But they make up 30% of the population. 30. Okay, pal? 30% of the population. Not 60. 
Okay, so white males make okay thirty percent. So so your your numbers are off. Okay, thirty percent of the population and commit at least seventy percent of the mass killings. How many have there been? There's been less than twenty. You understand? No, you, no, you, no, 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 no. In the last couple of years, in the last bit, last two decades, in the history of mass killings, in the history of United States, yeah. Yeah. The history isn't that long. Columbine was the, one of the first. And the first one was that black guy in the subway. No, no, no. There's been more. There's been more. We have a caller? Okay, let's go. Hi, caller. Hello, caller. Hello. Hi, caller. Welcome to Nestorius Public Radio. You're live. Where are you calling from? What is your name? What would you like to talk about? I'm Stephanie from Palo Alto, and I just want to say there are more women in this country, and there's a lot of women that do like to shoot guns. I, I figured that there's a lot. I, I, I I'm on your side. I, I know that there that there are more women. There are more women in this country than what my uh, co-host here seems to uh, think. Uh, and and okay, I know about, you're saying there are more white women than white men in the country. Yeah. Yeah, there's more females yeah. than. Yeah, but what percentage of? I mean, I'm saying. Are the majority, but we don't have the power in this country. So you're saying statistically there are more white women than there are white men in this country. Yes. And there are and there are a lot more women that are more intelligent than the white men in this country. Yeah. Absolutely. And 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 so why? Let me ask you a question. You 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 stated that there are a lot of white women that love to shoot guns, right? No, I, I know hold that. Hold it, hold it. Yes, is that what you said earlier? Yes. So then why don't you white women get together and shoot some of these white men that are still oppressing you guys? I don't know. That's a question I ask myself every day. And, I, and, and you sound like you're a really good sharpshooter. Are you? I'm trying. Listen, you're hold on. Can I, can I say something? <laughs> I understand. I know 100% there are women that are into shooting and gun culture in America. But... They're not nearly as many as the male population. My wife is a fucking. My wife is a better shooter than me. Okay, that's. I understand that. Yeah. No, I understand that. Listen, I've 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 performed in like the country. Yeah, dude. yeah, yeah. I yeah. know chicks with pistols. No, like I've seen them. Fuck, they can fuck. I know. Fuck you up. I'm not denying that. Yeah. I have a girl. I have a, a friend of mine that she shoots a skeet shooting. She's really right. good. No, right. I understand you, that. You, that you I'm not denying. You have a point what to I, make. My point is. You're never going to hear a bunch of women, what should we do for the weekend? Oh, you know, let's get together and go shooting at beer cans. It's more of a, it's traditionally more of a man activity. I'm why? not Because it's just guys. Because like, men are fucking. Why is football more guys? Uh, yes, women like football, but you can't say so that the amount men, of women are into football so that men are. you're saying men are more like aggressive and warrior-like? Like. Yes. Than They're women. more into the gun culture by mass numbers. Do That's you, all I'm do saying. Do you agree with that? Hello? I think I agree. I agree with the lack of intelligent use of power. Okay, okay. I the I I'll buy that lack of the lack of intelligent use of power. I I I I I like that. I like that. So you know, on that note, we're gonna end. We're gonna end that. That was a very positive note. I I, I like that. About this next week, I agree. This is too important to just. Yeah, this is only segment one. We'll do segment two. We'll save this. We'll save this for for next week. Yeah, we'll save this. I think you guys are doing a great job. Oh, Oh, thank you. Thanks for listening. Tell your friends one eight hundred eight nine three nine five six two. We're going to be wrapping this up uh, shortly. Uh, We have a few more minutes, so if there's any last callers that want to say hey, hi, hi, do so, do so now. Um, The second part of this was. The second part of this is, um, do we have another caller? 
Yeah. Hey, caller. Hi. Hi. I was just going to tell them that men commit all the violent crimes in this country, not just guns. Uh, yeah, okay, I'll buy that. Men commit all the violent crimes. What about that girl that trampled that other girl on the way for that uh, uh, Nordstrom's half-yearly sale? <laughs> that was violent. That's she had hilarious. her heel in her head. That's hilarious. That usually happens in minority neighborhoods. But you're right, you're right. Caller, where are you calling from? New York. Oh, New York. Big up, New York City. Big up. Big up. I'm going to New York next week. Where in New York are you from? Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Big, big up, big up. Brooklyn. Bumba clad. Yo, bumba clad, man. You fucker. You fucker. You white fucker killing innocent people. You fucking angry Anglo fucker. You bumba clad. Brooklyn. That's what, right. What do you mean all the violent crimes are done by males? Oh, I just mean if you look at the statistics, the vast, vast majority of all violent crimes are committed by men, not women. Not just it's not just gun culture. Do, men do are you just shoot? more violent. Yeah. Do you shoot by any by, by uh, any chance? Do you have a gun? No, no. You don't have a gun because you're in New York and it's illegal to carry a gun unless you have a, a carry. No, you can get a gun. I mean, if I got a gun, it would be to protect myself from a man. Let's put it that way. It would not be to protect myself from a woman. Okay. Because women yeah. are not committing violent crimes in this country. That's my point. I'm with you. I'm with you, Mama. I'm with you. I'm with you. But you don't have a gun because because you just don't believe in having a gun? I don't know. I'm just not. Yeah, I'm not a gun type. <laughs> Got you. Because you might just start shooting men. Do you no have mace? Yeah, I'd probably shoot my own foot off or something by accident. Yeah. I yeah. hear you. But then that would be a badge of honor. Like you limped around. What happened to your foot? I shot it. <laughs> You're like. Plaxico did that. He was from New York. Plaxico Burris on the Giants shot himself. Uh huh. That's when you know you're a badass. You shoot yourself like, psh, psh, fuck right? That. Fuck you! I, I don't, don't care about you. I'll shoot myself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, listen, Carla. Thank you. So, what was your name? Shira. Shira. Big up. Big up, Shira. Big up from, from Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Riding the train uptown. Man. <laughs> the number D line six. Sixth Avenue local to Brooklyn, A C B D. Ride the train, man. <laughs> Thanks for calling. Thanks for listening, sweetie. Have a beautiful Thanks. weekend. You guys too. Okay. So Bye. so uh we have what what do we have? Um um we have How we doing there? Yeah. Okay. So we got this uh, one thing about a capital case going back with that uh, uh, massacres and white guys. Prosecutors this week announced that they would seek the death penalty for James Holmes. You remember this fucking asshole? Yo, James Holmes. I haven't seen him around in years, man. What's up with James Holmes? The neuroscience. Remember that word? Neuroscience graduate accused of killing 12 people and injuring almost 60 more in a mass shooting at an Aurora, Colorado movie theater in July. Remember this motherfucker? This for motherfucker. James, James Egan Holmes, justice's death, said the district attorney for Arap- Arapaho County, rejecting a deal floated by Holmes's lawyer in which their client would have pleaded guilty in exchange for life imprisonment. Okay? The decision to pursue capital punishment automatically pushes the trial date back to February 2014 and means that the trial could last at least five months. 
Holmes' defense is likely to rest on his mental state. Although he has not entered a plea of insanity, he saw a psychiatrist weeks before the killing, and any records of mental illness will form a central part of the case. Now, this is the problem I have with our judicial system. This cocksucker, right, he graduated from fucking... He's a neuroscience graduate. Are you listening to me? Yeah, I'm listening. He's neuroscience. A neuro, he's, he's a, a neuroscience graduate. Means he doesn't, uh, you know. You know how difficult it is to fucking spell neuroscience, let alone graduate from neuroscience. This fucking guy is going to plea insanity, and the trial is going to take five months. Now, why don't we just fucking shoot him? Listen, this is the problem with America right now. Okay, this is why all this stuff is happening because we've gotten rid of capital punishment. No, I don't mean death row. I don't mean trial. I don't mean like this, like they're seeking the death penalty. You take a guy to the middle of the town square and you chop his head off with a guillotine. It would solve so many problems in America. If these kids and all these fuckers knew that if they fucked up, they could get their head chopped off by a guillotine, America could come back in place. I'm so... You know, it used to be you take a guy out to the middle of the town square and you chop his head off. Well, whatever happened, it's not that big a deal. So you, you lose some heads. Big up! Big up hanging! Big up beheading! Big up capital Taking people and chopping their heads off! Big up shooting squad! Big up poisoning! Big up lethal injection, you stupid motherfucker! You crazy white boy shooting Wasting up our tax the shopping dollars mall! Ignorant losers! Ignorant shooting up the damn shopping mall! Then shoot the... Innocent Batman watching folk in Aurora, Colorado. I can't even sell me cologne on the street, the front of the mall, man. <laughs> Yo, big up, rest in peace to all those people that have been harmed by idiots and fucking losers like this idiot, James Holmes. Big up, seriously. Rest in peace to all those people and our love and hearts are for, and with all the families of, uh, of people who have had to endure this type of shit. Um... This is going to wrap up our, uh, what's this, our fifth or fourth? This is our fourth episode. Of, yo, we got four episodes, hey, yo, son. Hey, yo, we coming hey, yo, out with hey, yo, four episodes. Hey, yo, homie. Hey, yo, homie. We ain't slinging roasted chestnuts on a Christmas tree. Yo, that ain't me. I'm NP to the R in the motherfucking car or the train. We ain't slinging golden nuggets with the OPP. Yo, we go into Koji for the BBQ from the <laughs> Korean girl that looks at me. Oh, yeah, it's we true. We just chillin' illin' dealin' with the OG rock. Don't stop, motherfucker, with the top top. We're NPR. Yeah, you know who we are. Nestorious, the glorious, the, the superstar. The radio. Don't stop. Say your sister's a hoe. Cause she's coming down back with the stereo. Yo, if you want to see me, you got to pick me up because I don't got an ID. Anyway, that does conclude our fourth episode. Thank you so much for listening to Nestorius Public Radio. I'm your host, Nestor Rodriguez, and my man... Support for NPR comes from white people with guns. This is Simon Kaufman, and this has been another episode of Nestorius Public Radio on skidrowstudios.com. Check us out, NestorRodriguez.com, Facebook, Nestorius, and check out Simon at SimonKaufman.com. SimonKaufman.com, Facebook, Comedian, Simon Kaufman, Twitter, The Judah Monk Kid, what's up? <laughs>